Hi guys, this is the first episode on our new final theme where I'm going to be talking about words and words and more exciting words that I pick up from my reading of various articles from various sources which I'll make a point to quote uh, in our episodes. So for today's episode, let me quickly give you a peek into the list of our words and phrases. The first is losing steam. Second is identity politics. Third is information universe. Fourth is actually a list of six words which have become additions to our language from the COVID era. And last but definitely not the least, in fact, the best of today's find is a word, very interesting sounding word, which is mishaptics. I don't know if you've heard it before for, um, I mean, I, I don't know, but it will definitely find good use in your day-to-day conversations. So, yeah. So let's kick it off with the first phrase, which is losing steam, which actually means uh, to lose strength, uh, force or energy. Uh, In other words, to slow down. And if I had to use it in a sentence, you can say that the sales this month uh, have lost steam or sales have lost steam in the recent weeks. So I was reading an article which was titled America's Economic Recovery No Longer Looks So Strong. That's the title and I was reading it in The Economist. So I can say uh, America's economic recovery is losing steam or anything that in your daily life you want to say is not doing that great as you had hoped or as promisingly it had started, you can say that the project or the undertaking is losing steam or has lost steam. Uh, Now one more sentence is more up-to-date figures show that the recovery has lost steam. Our second two terms, which are identity politics and information universe, both actually found a place in an article which was titled The Resilience of Democracy in The Economist Again. And this article explored the erosion of democracy across the globe and different governments. Uh, So identity politics actually refers to any political activity or movements Uh, which are based on catering to the cultural, ethnic, gender, racial, religious or social interests that actually characterize a group identity. So it only pertains to uh, the likings or just to favor a particular group uh, of people. Now the article says, uh, further says, and I am quoting here, The main harm identity politics does comes through gridlock and animosity. Politics is supposed to resolve society's conflicts, but democracy is generating them instead, partly because tribes live in different information universes. 
matters of fact like wearing masks and climate change are transformed into disputes about people's way of life it fires people up so much that it obstructs the compromises needed for society to move forward so here the term information universe is used like we just saw and that was a next term to discuss and it is used to emphasize that uh, you know our opinions and our beliefs are developed from the information we are exposed to and that is a factor of our geographies our religion our culture and ethnicity and and so and so forth so it's as if we live in different information universes altogether and we look and understand things very differently from one another so much so that even matter of facts like wearing masks and climate change become issues of disputes um you know i i would read the article a little further this is just to give you a context of the usage of these two terms so the article further read politics that reinforces immutable identities immutable means identities that are fixed or that don't change immutable identities leads away from the tolerance and forbearance a democracy needs to solve social conflicts in arguments about who gets what people can split the difference and feel content in arguments about who they are over religion race and anti-elitism say compromise can even seem like betrayal when ways of life are at stake the other lot i mean the lot that is not favored in the identity politics scenario are not just mistaken but they become dangerous having not mattered enough elections have now mattered too much and in this way itself i would like to tell you and you already know that uh this is the reason why donald trump and joe biden have received the maximum number of votes ever in the history of presidential elections in America. And now let's jump on to dictionary.com's list of worst COVID-19 words to come out of the pandemic. And here are all the new words people told us the most hated seeing on their Twitter feed most most in 2020 so far. So this is uh, by dictionary.com that's where I found this article and they have picked uh, from a different source uh, where all the great debates happen that's the Twitter words. Okay so the first word on this list of worst words is pandemic. It's very simple. The coinage pandemic which is a blend of plan and pandemic took off with the emergence emergence of a conspiracy theory video that claimed that COVID-19 is a planned and pre-arranged pandemic. 
and this was prearranged for the pharmaceutical companies to make money sounds ridiculous to me and according to a new york times article the video thankfully has since been debunked and it's been cited for sp- spreading false information but the term pandemic has still stuck around on twitter next up on the list of worst covid words is somewhat my favorite i find it cute uh it it kind of takes the ominous out of corona and the word is rona rona is a short for you guessed it coronavirus and while the medical term coronavirus has been around since 1960s the novel coronavirus that causes the disease covid-19 was discovered in late 2019 and shortening the word coronavirus to corona and then rona made it easier to say so corona was a tongue twister i guess corona i i can't do it so i needed to simplify it and make it shorter further so i made it rona but good call because it sounds way cuter in fact it sounds cute not cuter this one sounds cute the other one is ominous so for example i can use it in a sentence like i'm not using any of my friends or relatives names here i'm going to use a common name of somebody who i don't know so i can say phil got the rona and now he has to quarantine for 14 days so um yeah it did it did sound good i didn't get rona All right. So this one has really become popular and has been added to the dictionary. A uh, next one is a very simple to understand is covidiot. So if a person is an idiot about various aspects of COVID-19, they are oh well, a covidiot. Now this blend has been used by some folks to slam people who are not washing their hands who are standing too close to each other in public or are wearing their mask on their chin and our next funny word or very useful word is anti ma anti dash ma antima so antima is variously short for anti mask anti-masking or anti-masker and refers to those who refuse to wear a mask during covid and antima has been compared to the word antifa but but for masks uh, while the word uh, might not be bad in itself according to somebody uh, on twitter those who refuse to cover up are the worst for sure i agree somebody on twitter yes I do agree. The next word is quarantine. So, again easy to understand, but it's not inviting at all. When restaurants and bars closed early on in the pandemic, folks got creative and became their own mixologists. Shaken, stirred, or just straight up quarantine 
is a blend on quarantine and martini served up for those shelter in place cocktail parties now the word has actually been around for much longer and has appeared in the popular hospital sitcom scrubs unbelievable this is an older word and and no wonder it has come from a hospital sitcom quarantine quarantine hospital okay so anybody wants to get together for a quarantine oh i'm sorry this does not sound inviting no matter how i say it okay the next one is quarantine again very easy and that you can use it is a combination of quarantine and team and quarantine is a word people are using for the pod or bubble they formed friends or family under uh, while uh, hunkering down during the past almost a year so we are all living the quarantine life and not great so i have one question for you what could and i'm not going to pronounce it m a s k n e let me say mask me mean do you know that or can you guess so if you can and if you do have a creative answer do write back to me it is on it's very simple words and talks at gmail.com or are there any cringe worthy words that you know uh, or you can coin by yourself uh, do write in and let me know last and definitely the best word to know and use for today is mishaptics and guys it does not have a direct or let me say even indirect relation with mishap all right so and and this interest, uh, interesting find is picked from sesquotica sesquiotica sesquiotic.com by james harbeck now this is a very exciting blog and you should check it out for sure um uh, please excuse my pronunciation back there and uh, let me spell it out for you it is s e s q u i o t i c dot com it's by james harbeck so you probably know what haptics is not haptics i'm going to say haptics anyway so you probably know what haptics is it is related to touch the study of touch and let me again put a disclaimer here i'm reading it out and i'm using the words as mr james harbeck has used because i couldn't have done a better job and i give all the credit to him for of uh, putting together such beautiful words and an explanation so you probably know what haptics is it is related to touch the study of touch or interfaces that make use of touch here is where it gets interesting so the device that you are holding in your hand right now which is a smartphone which with a touch screen is a haptic device including those that stimulate and simulate touch so your any device that works on a feedback received from touch or sense of touch 
um, that give feedback through vibrations, pressure, and such like. All these devices, your smartwatch uh, measuring your blood pressure, your smartwatch measuring your steps, are all haptic devices. And if you already are using them, then and you have understood the word haptics, then you can already guess what mishaptics means and there is plenty of use for mishaptics if you have a video game controller that vibrates for feedback but goes out of control that seems like mishaptics for someone uses uh, it so so if someone uses that vibrating controller for unapproved purposes and experiences difficulties as such that is also mishaptics if a surgeon is using a haptic interface for remote or laparoscopic surgery and the feedback is incorrect, causing things to be cut that should not have been cut. Oh my God, Mr. Harbeck, what an ominous example. Anyway, so that is most certainly a mishaptics or a case of mishaptics or a haptic device misfunctioning or malfunctioning. But it goes beyond that. Remember, haptics is touch and the study of touch. Not just in electronic devices, but in the wider world as well. So it's when you reach to shake hands with someone and miss. That's a case of mishaptics. It's when you try to hold someone's hand in the dark and stick your hand in their soft drink in a theater. Okay. Or... When you are out on the deck in the dusk and you reach for your beer and grab a raccoon instead? Has that happened with you? Yeah, it happens with me very often. And I think it's every time you step barefoot on a piece of Lego. That is something you will not forget easily. So listen and remember that whenever you go through a painful bumping or stepping on something then it's a mishaptic incident but yeah it's when unexpected electronic haptic interface things happen that is for sure a mishaptic incident virtual reality losing its virtue is mishaptics so if anyone out there listening right now has any particularly good mishaptic story to share again write back to me on rights and talks and i'll read it out to everyone in my next episode again i would love to hear any good feedback or any suggestions on a new uh, on a new episode to include any of your favorite words or finds that you stumbled upon with that it's a big ciao abiato